Hey, what's going on, everybody? I am back for another session of book reading, book reviews, knowledge talk, conscious talk, spiritual talk. But today we're going to get into a new book called Wealth Consciousness by Christopher E. Huffman. He actually has another book called Poverty Consciousness. I recommend reading that one first and then reading this one. Um, but I want to I want to jump into this book, Wealth Consciousness. It's uh, it's definitely it was it's a quick read, but it's it's filled with gems. It's filled with a lot of practical advice. Um, it's definitely a spiritual book. It's not your quote unquote financial book where it's like, oh, pick this stock, um, invest in this index, uh, do this trading or uh, do this, do that. It's, it's, it's on a spiritual tip, which is what I love because all abundance and wealth comes from the spirit. So I'm going to jump ahead. I'm going to read this first paragraph and then we'll go in. We'll get into it. Each day, we are all given chances to find ourselves and reinvent our lives in this universe. Uni stands for one and verse stands for speak. The key to obtaining whatever you want in this reality is knowing that you being one human must speak what you desire into existence. The key that I found to be true is to create things with the intent on bettering mankind. Using the wealthy power of love combined with you speaking things into action will reshape the fabric of your reality. Straightforward. Speak things into existence. You know, that's one of the universal laws that we should uh, not only be aware of, but constantly practice because you can speak things to the existence on a positive side and us and on a negative side as well. So be mindful of what you're saying, because the tongue is a powerful tool. It casts spells, it's magic. So if you want a better life, first thing you should think about is how are you speaking about your current life? Low vibrator, low vibratory people are souls that resonate on a base level of consciousness. The world seems dark to them and their choices unlimited. When you are constantly at a low vibration and you're you're negative and you're wondering why you're always broke, poor, even if you get a bag, even if you get a check that's more than you've ever had before, it disappears. It disappears. I, I know that for a fact. Like I've gotten thousands of dollars. And because my mindset was at a certain level, that shit will be gone like that. And I'll be like, how? Where did it go? You know, so you have to raise your vibration to be in alignment with money, with that frequency. Money isn't evil. It's a tool. Wealth is a mindset. It's not how much money you have in your bank account. It's how you feel.
he goes on to say this is the main reason wealthy people choose to live near other wealthy people people with wealth consciousness consciousness are full aware of the effects of the energy of poverty consciousness they stay away from the energy of poverty consciousness like the plague Close friends and family members that resonate on a base level of consciousness must be kept at a distance and love from afar. Like the circle you keep is 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 who you will become. Wealthy people want to be around other wealthy people because they think the same way. They vibrate on the same level. If you make in you know, over half a million dollars a year, but you live in the hood. At some point, you're going to you're going to lose that. You're going to lose that money. And if you're hanging around people who don't know or who aren't vibrating at that level, who don't understand where you're coming from, eventually you're going to self-sabotage yourself. Wealthy people want to be around other people who are moving the same way they're moving because that inspires you that motivates you that energizes you it's depressing when you're around people who aren't vibrating at that level and I, i'll be blunt it's depressing when you go in the hood going the hood shit is depressing right so imagine living there is depressing so your mind has to change and when you look around the hood, you can see the minds of the people because they're vibrating on a low frequency. You know, obviously that was all orchestrated by the powers that be, but still you have to be aware that if you're around other broke people who aren't trying to get out that situation, you're not it's very hard for you to get out that situation if you're not moving yourself away from them. Like, I love my family, but I don't chill with them as much as they want me to. Like, I'm one of those, I'm like the black sheep of the family. Like, when I show up, everyone's like, oh, Randy, you showed up? You here? What's going on? You know what I'm saying? I'm one of those, I'm, I'm that person in the family because... I'm the only one I feel like is is moving the way I I want to move. I'm the only one that's thinking about generational wealth. I'm the only one that's thinking about businesses I want to I want to open up and actually moving and actually doing it. I'm the only one that's that's constantly reading and learning and growing. I'm the only one that's spiritually trying to raise my vibration. I'm the only one that that doesn't like to argue, that don't really like to drink. You know what I'm saying? I don't want to I don't I'm over going down to the city and drinking and just parlaying, chilling like that's to me, that's corny. I don't I don't it's nothing moves me to want to do that. You know, so you have to start moving away from certain people, even if they even if they're your friends and family and you love them, if they're not on the same frequency as you, because you could be broke, too, but you your mind is wealthy. You know what I'm saying? You know that it's, this is only temporary. It's not forever. And you're constantly moving towards the, the life that you want. 
that's fine. And you have people around you who are also doing the same thing, that's fine. But if you have people who are like, yo, what's good? You trying to hit the club tonight? You're like, you trying to try and go see what's good with these girls? You trying to go to like a bunch of low vibrational stuff? You you might wanna you might wanna reevaluate how much you spend with those people, how much time you spend with those people. All right. All right. So let's move on. This chapter is called "You Are in Your Own Way." He writes, "When you expand your consciousness, you allow different opportunities to manifest around you. Learn from everything that's placed in front of you." Learn to accept the lesson in, a, in unfavorable situations versus choosing to forget the bad experiences. So instead of having a situation happen that's, that's negative and you try to forget about it or numb it, learn from it. Learn from it. I'll, I'll give you an example. Bad, bad uh, situation. I wanted to... I was low on capital. I wanted to start this particular business. I didn't have the money. I went and took out a loan uh, for like 20 grand. I did not fully comprehend what was going to be needed for the business. So to make a long story short, the business did not work out. And I owe this money back. So instead of me sitting here trying to forget that that ever happened. I've learned from it. And I know in the future, if I don't have the capital to start something, I'm not going to borrow money. From the bank. Maybe I'll borrow money from a loved one, you know. Give them equity in a business or something like that. But I'm never going back to the bank to start a business like that. Especially when I didn't cross all my my all my T's. I didn't prepare properly. I didn't evaluate everything properly. You know, because I put my family in a hole when I did that. So as a man, that hurts your pride. So you kind of want to forget that that ever happened. But you can't. You have to learn from it. If I can't raise the money. Or have the have the capital myself to start it. I'm not I'm not I'm not borrowing money from the bank to do that. I'm not creating debt. To start the business, I'm not leveraging debt that way. You know, there's different ways you can leverage debt. That particular way, I don't. I do not recommend. But I learn from it. Learn from your mistakes. You will grow from it if you constantly are trying to numb your mistakes or forget that they ever fucking happen. You will stay at that space and you will make the same mistake again, just in a different form.
I highlighted this uh, this quick paragraph. The vernacular you, you you choose to use shapes your paradigm. Going forward, remove the word but out of your limitations and replace the word with a favorable word of action. I want money, so I will create something. I need more time, so I plan on creating a schedule. I will do this tomorrow after I work out. When you learn to spell out your goals, you essentially are creating a pact with the earthly self, with your earthly self and your higher self. So when you're speaking, like I said earlier, the, the tongue is a powerful tool. When you're speaking and you're saying you want to do something, but you, you're, you're, you're throwing in but, you're telling the universe you're not, you don't really want that or it's not, you don't believe you can have it or deserve it. I want to act on TV one day, but I live in Minnesota and that's probably not going to happen. It's, it probably won't. I want to write a book, but it's so my my schedule is so hectic. I don't know when I'm going to find time for that. Yeah, you, you probably will never write a book. You have to switch it up, switch up your speech. I want to act so the so I should probably move to New York or L.A. where I could have more opportunities. No, do even better than that. I want to act so I will move to New York or L.A. where I have more opportunities or I want to act. I live in Minnesota. So what I'll do is I'll post things on Instagram and Facebook of me acting to produce more opportunities for myself here. I want to write this book, so I'll create a schedule that allows me time to do so. I want to write this book, so I'll get up an hour early every day so I can have time to write it. I'll stay up an hour later so I can have time to write it. I'll put the kids to sleep 30 minutes, hour earlier than they usually are so I can have time to write this book. You have to create a pact with yourself in the universe in order for you to manifest what you want. If you keep putting in butts and making excuses for, for why you can't accomplish something, you won't accomplish it. Simple as that. Simple as that. When the conscious thought of your desires are created, you must tie an emotion and action to it before your desires has the fuel to manifest this reality. So one of the, the tips with manifesting is, yes, visualize, yes, speak it into reality, but you must have an emotion attached to it, right? Like, what does it feel like after you, you've completed that book that you've always thought about doing? What would it feel like to see yourself on TV, on Netflix, on Hulu or something? Like, what would that feel like? How would you feel? And then you tie that feeling into what you want, your desires, and that's how you start manifesting. When you follow your passion, the universe will assist you in achieving your goals when you absorb your will to succeed. He also writes, my mantra is winning. 
This mantra has induced a winning euphoria within my reality. Everything I do, say, and feel is infused with the energy of winning. Create your own mantra. Right? Create your own mantra. So when you are around other people, they know you for this mantra. You're around your loved ones. They know you for this mantra. Your mantra could be focus. I focus at a high level. So people know you to be a very focused individual. When you create that mantra within yourself, that'll trickle down to different areas of your life. Create that mantra. Go to a car lot and walk around as if you have money, if you have enough money to buy the most expensive car available. This is all manifestation, alchemy. You might have heard this before. Go to a car dealership, ask to test drive that that new Benz or that new uh, Ferrari, Lamborghini, whatever Porsche, whatever you you into. And you want to go test drive it? Go test drive it. And the reason you want to do that is so that when you visualize, you can remember the feel of the texture, the smell of the car. The look of the the display, how it felt on the road when you was when you was making that turn. So when you're actually visualizing, you can go back and feel it. Right? You can go back and feel it. So then when you are constantly visualizing and manifesting, you have an emotion and you have a, a true feeling that you can use in your imagination. And that's how you manifest. You know, just remember that you are your own warlock, witch, sorcerer, whatever. You can use magic at any moment of the day. Like, get it out your head where they pump this bullshit in, your, in, in our minds where you need to have a seance, you need to have candles. It has to be in the middle of the woods that, you know what I'm saying? Like, get that all out your mouth. You could be doing the simplest thing, laundry or something, and do magic. Like, you are magic. You can create magic. See your aspirations, goals, and, and future you in your mind. So take action to manifest those thoughts. That was a note that I, I wrote down at the end of this chapter. See your aspirations, goals, and future you in your mind. So take action to manifest those thoughts. So instead of, instead of me just doing that, visualizing and um, just doing the visualization work, I take action towards it. It could be a little task. It could be a big task. But as long as you take a step towards that reality, you're manifesting it. If you do nothing, absolutely nothing. I'm not saying it can't happen because I'm sure you you may you could be a powerful uh, alchemist, and all you need to do is really visualize and and have and tie an emotion to it, and then that thing will pop up in your life without you really having to work towards it. But I but. You will probably manifest a lot faster 
if you actually move or did something towards that reality. Reprogram your subconscious mind with phrases like, I'm rich every way. I'm rich in a good health. I'm filled with healing energy. I have an abundance of love and prosperity. I have unlimited money and magical powers. So this is just, this is affirmations. If you say I'm bad with money, I'm broke, I'm poor, that is going to be your life. I don't care where you live. All is the mind. Your universe is the mind. Once you change the way you think, you will change your outward world. I swear to you. The hood may not change, but you may have an opportunity where you can move out the hood. You know what I'm saying? So change what you're saying. Change your mind. Do affirmations. If you find yourself saying negative stuff, change it. I'm rich in every way. I'm rich in a good health. I'm filled with healing energy. I have an abundance of love and prosperity. I have unlimited money and magical powers. Because you're not just trying to build wealth and money. You're trying to build wealth and health. In your happiness. In your relationships. Family, friends, loved ones. You want every aspect of your life to be wealthy. Because there are a lot of wealthy, rich people out here. Who are miserable. You don't want to be that. Be, be at peace in every area of your life. Be wealthy in every area of your life. Taking risks allows you to step into bigger rewards. Learning to dispel the fear factor within your mind is challenging. Embrace Embracing fear is nothing more than an illusion within the illusion of reality. Fear is a lie. Fear is a lie. You know, there's, there's real fear and there's fake fear. Real fear is imminent death. Like you have, you know, a gun pointed in your, in your, your, your forehead. Like that's real fear because you can seriously die at that very moment not starting a business not talking to your crush not um taking that job across the country because you're you're afraid like those are all risk but it's not fear you confuse it with fear and you can't allow yourself to to go down the rabbit hole of fear when you take risk in life, there's bigger rewards on the end of that. Can you take a risk and fail? Absolutely. But can you take a risk and win big? Yes. But here's the thing for me, it's a win-win situation because even if you fail, you're learning from that. And you're able to use that, that experience to do better the next time. So how is it really a loss? Take risk in life. You know what you want to do. You know what you 
what your desires are, what your aspirations are. Take risk. Why? Why, why not? You gonna go your whole life and not risk anything? This world is meant for you to do that. <laughs> like, take these risks. Take the risk. Learn to take risk and give yourself unlimited opportunities to fail. When you devise a plan, create a plan A and never accept plan B. Creating a plan B kills your plan A. So what he's saying is instead of having a safety net, because if you have a safety net, you're not going to really leap like that. I mean, if you have a safety net, you're not going to act accordingly, right? It's going to be like, ah, it's whatever. I have something to hold back on, you know? But if you have nothing near, if say you're climbing a mountain, free climbing, right? You have no ropes. When you have ropes, you relax a little bit because you know, even if you mess up, even if you, you slip, the rope is going to catch you. So you don't, you're not moving in the same way as if you didn't have any ropes. You knew one mistake, you're, you're dead. So you have to make this work. So you have to make it. We have to get to the top of the mountain or you're dead. There's, there's no ifs, ifs or buts about it. If you don't reach the top of the mountain without a rope, you're dead. So there's no excuses. There's no, you can't find no middle ground. You have to get it done. And I, I felt that. I felt that when I, I highlighted that part, I was like, wow, that's, that's real. That's real. If you keep having plan B's and if this don't work, then I'll just fall back on this. Like you're never going to put 100% in anything. I felt that. She advised me to give everything I had on each step. Rest, repeat, and give everything I had on the next step. Ms. Dixon told me to focus on one step at a time and never for one second look at the next step until I gave all that I had to give and completed that step. So that was basically what I just said, you know. You focus on that step until you on to the next step. And then you just focus on that step until you're on the next step. And you just focus on that step until you where you want to be at, until you reach that milestone. You may have to, you may stumble and fall down a few steps and you, and you have to pick yourself back up and go back up those steps. But stop trying to leap and stop trying to like skip steps, focus. Seek challenges, take risks, and look to fail in things. The more you fail, the more you learn. The way you, you think creates the reality in which you live. When you embrace taking risks, eventually you'll attract the life you desire within your reality. I'm going to skip a little bit to the end part. because oh, Actually, I want to talk on magic a little bit. Yeah, I'm going to speak on magic a little bit. And then I'm going to he has some practical rituals to where you can go ahead and uh, practice your own magic. But um, let me read this one paragraph here. Your imagination is the operative filed to create things. Kids learn to use their thoughts to create things. 
Kids take knowledge from other realms and manifest their thoughts into this realm. You have to think like a, a child again. Kids have amazing imagination. Right? I have a four-year and a one-year-old. I know this. <laughs> they have amazing imagination. You want to have that. You want to encompass that again. You've had it before. You might have lost it or, or not lost it, but had it buried underneath all the adult propaganda. But you need your imagination it's imperative. It's one of the tools that the universe and God gave us. It's imperative that you you practice using your imagination. If you're not happy with your current situation, your imagination is your is your key card out. Not saying use your imagination to numb the pain like you just fantasizing about unrealistic stuff or, or like just just getting lost in your fantasies. But you're not visualizing with intent. You know what I'm saying? Like visualize you being in a whole nother situation if you're not happy with your situation. That is that will make you happy, right? Like this is what I actually want to do with my life. This is where I want to like be at. Visualize that. You know what I'm saying? Like use your magic. Use your magic. When you will things to occur, you're focusing long and hard enough on things to happen. I found that when I use magic, I use less will and use more knowing. When I know something is going to happen, I don't need to will it to occur. So when you're using magic, it's the faith and understanding that what is done is done. It's already exist for you you may not physically have it yet it may not have manifested to you yet but it's in the the universe it's in the cosmos it's out there already it's in the ether like you just have to pull it from there so when you're doing magic it's just confirming what you desire is already yours and it's coming Let's talk about some rituals. I'm going to give you, let's see, one, two. I'm going to give you two. All right. And then we'll, we'll end it off of that. This one is called prosperity ritual. Step one, light three candles. Uh, I'm sorry. Step one, light three gold candles in a triangle. Step two. Do this while facing north with the point of the candle triangle facing you. Step three, pray to your ancestors and spirit guides and ask them to change the energy of money in your life for the better. Step four, ask them to help you keep money and create money more easily. Step five, stare at the candle for five minutes looking at the three flames and blow them out. Step six, this is a petition that you can only make on Sunday and Thursday. So only do it Sunday and Thursday. Step seven, do this until things change for you. Once you show persistence, the gods will kick in and change your fortune. And the next one is called ritual for good wealth. 
This ritual is designed to shift your karma from where it is to where it needs to be. Step one, find four pictures of people that are wealthy and happy. Step two, get a white candle and a fresh box of salt. Step three, between the new moon and the full moon at 11 p.m. at night, spread the pictures out of spread the pictures out on the table. Place step four, place the white candle to the right of the pictures. Step five, place the salt in a saucer on the left. Step six, memorize their faces and their surroundings. Step seven, sprinkle white salt over the four pictures, then light the candle. Step eight, close your eyes and look to the east. Step nine, ask the Lords of Karma to link your destiny with theirs. Step 10, sit for 10 minutes. Step 11, do this for five nights in a row. This will shift your karma where it was to where it needs to be. This is an old karmic ritual. This ritual changes the polarity and spin of money to attract and hold the money in your life. Attracting isn't enough. I'm going to keep it real with you. I have to do these. I have to do these. I remember reading it the first time. and I was like, oh, I got to do this. And then um, I put the book down and I forgot all about this. So I'm glad I picked this back up to do this episode because I am definitely doing these. I want to definitely do the uh, ritual for good health to change my karmic karmic energy. Because sometimes that's why I feel like maybe that needs to be uh, changed. Okay. All right, cool. That So those are two rituals, two magical rituals that you can do right now. Right now. I mean, one of them you have to wait. It says between a new moon and full moon. But just so I replay this and you can get all the rituals again. All right. So once again, I am not an expert by any means in any of these topics. I'm growing and learning same as you are. So please, you know, pick up these books. I recommend picking the books yourself because you never know what gems are going to throw is going to fly out to you. You you have messages that are meant for you, you know. So you may read this whole book and there be something else, 20 or uh, six other things that, you know, you need to hear. So, again, this is Wealth Consciousness written by Christopher E. Huffman. And I'll see you guys next time. Peace.